We thank the Lord for the privilege of being in God's house tonight, and uh, good to be here. I just uh, I appreciate the Lord so much, and it's been a good day. Uh, God's blessed us and uh, let us come back to his house tonight. And it just blessed me as I saw everybody coming in. Uh, each person that come in just blessed my heart. And so God sure is good to us. And I have scripture. Uh, I was looking for something if the Lord wanted me to read anything, and this stuck with me. It's in the 51st Psalms. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according to the multitude of thy tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. It's a great scripture. Let's all stand for a moment of prayer as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, uh, thank you, God, that you can help us when no one else can. Uh, God, when we have sin in our life, if we will acknowledge it and talk to you, uh, God, you're able and will cleanse us from it. God, we thank you that you're a wonderful, loving, compassionate God. You gave your son to die on the cross for us and raised him from the dead. He's alive, and when we trust him, we are alive too. God, we praise you tonight and ask you for your blessing and for your help in this service. God, speak to people's hearts, we pray. We ask it in Jesus' name, and amen. And we'll turn the service over to the Taylor and the Quorum. Page 
and they asked for it, and it's there. And I, I was in a bad way when I asked for it, and he gave it to me, and he let me know right away. And you, you could tell that, you know, you could tell. If I could have everybody stand up, please. We'll ask for unspoken prayer requests. Anybody have a spoken prayer request? Somebody's not feeling well? Cooper, can you lead us in prayer?
church because of desire to have that more than anything else in the world. Because of their dying the condition they're in, Father in hell, they'll never rise. And I pray that you can give them another opportunity. Lord, go with us now through this service. Just bless everything that would be said or done. Not whatever's accomplished, we'll thank you for it. So we ask it in Jesus' loving name we pray. Anybody have a song or a testimony? Like I said, I'm, I'm really grateful that uh, the Lord did what he did. He did exactly what the Father asked him to do, and he knew what he had to do. He knew what he was going to go through, but yet he, he did it. He did it for all of us. And I'm not worthy of it but I sure needed it, and he did it. Anybody with a song or a testimony? I'll turn it over to our pastor. Sure good to be here. I appreciate everybody's cheering. Appreciate that choir singing. Well, I appreciate Brother Glenn opening up. I liked his testimony and his comments, and uh, it was just right on the right on the mark. And uh, I'm glad it's like he said, and uh, I'm glad that uh, I didn't have one ounce of anything to do with my salvation. Uh, Jesus did it every bit, and like Glenn said, all I had to do is trust Him by faith and repent, and He saved my soul. And so, good to be here tonight. Uh, let me ask again if anybody has a, a song. Uh, maybe you just got one and feel like singing this uh, follow your heart. If uh, God's giving you a song to sing, well, let's pray for them while they come. pray for us. I've, I've had this song for a long time, but God just never put it on my heart to sing. Um, Bobby Thompson actually brought it to me before he passed away and asked me to sing it one day. And uh, at the time, I've always thought it was a beautiful song. Um, but God really has to put the story for me to really sing it. And, and, and uh, there's been many times in my life as I was singing it throughout the last couple of weeks or whatever, however long it's been, where God reminded me that I was in places that at the time just looked so terrible. Um, and as, as I've gone through those times and now looking back on it, I can see the joy that, and, and the, the glory that God got out of what took place. So this song is sweet things out of dark places. And you just pray for us and we'll do our best to sing. 
that was broken for me. It may require suffering, but I am willing for the darker the valley, the more clearly I see. like I have something to say about every service and trust me I'd rather keep my seat but my heart was beating out of my chest I thought maybe this was for a later day but uh, God really wants me to share it right now and I just want to follow him um, I was thinking today as I was driving to work um, about how uh, when Benson was born um, that was one of them dark places Taylor um, you know there's some, a lot of people who go through a lot rougher times but that was a rough time for me and uh, when Benson was born, he couldn't breathe. He couldn't get uh, any breath at all. They had him on tubes and wires and all kinds of stuff. And uh, the, the doctors came around, and Terry was there, and he said, uh, we're going to try this medicine. 
And if it don't work, I don't know what we're going to do, but we'll have to figure something out. My heart about sank into my stomach. And uh, Cassandra had a good support system, and I'd been up all night. So I ran home to get me a shower. And after I got out of my shower, I kneeled down on my knees, and I said, Lord, I just want you to have your will. That's all I want in this dark time is for you to bless my little family. Uh, No matter what happens, I want you to bless my sweet little family. And as I got up off my knees, I got up and I got in the car. And before I got to the end of the road, Cassandra called me and said, the doctor just came in. He's getting better. It's going to be all right. And I praised him. I was thankful for that. But the good part is when I got up to the hospital uh, there in the waiting room all by himself was Eric Jordan. And uh, I looked at him and I said, hey, buddy. And he said, hey, how's it going? And I said, well, it hadn't been going too good until about a few minutes ago. And he said, Well, I was working in the pharmacy, and I got the order for Benson's medicine. And he said, right then, I knelt down, and I started praying for Benson as I prepared that medicine. And I'm thankful that God places people in our lives that can help pray for us when we need it. Even when we don't know it, they're there praying for us. And I hope and pray every day that I can be in my spot, that I might be a help for somebody else. I appreciate being here. I appreciate your song, Taylor. experience that he just shared. Thank the Lord. That's good. Someone else saw more testimony. Anybody? Good to be here. I'm telling you. Good to feel the Lord. Let's keep praying. Levi, you got something? Here. I don't know. I don't know if I feel like preaching or not. Uh, uh, there's just a little thought I'll share. I, I probably won't preach, but maybe not. Maybe I will. Who knows? But uh, this thought come across my heart today. Uh, I was reading the scripture some, and very familiar scripture. Uh, it's in the fifth chapter of the book of Mark. Starting at verse 1. Uh, you pray real hard. And then they came over unto the other side of the sea, into the country of the Gadarenes. When he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs, a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwellings among the tombs and no man could bind him, no, not with chains because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains and the chains had been plucked asunder by him and the fetters broken in pieces. Neither could any man tame him. And always night and day he was in the mountains and in the tombs crying and cutting himself with stones. This next verse is where my thought really God stirred my thought. You think about this man cutting himself, living among the tombs. They bound him. They couldn't keep him bound. Uh, he was doing all manner of evil to himself and probably other people and in a bad spot. No man could tame him is the last phrase in verse 4. And so in verse 6, it said, But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him. 
Now you think how incredible that is, and, but now listen in what was said, we'll go on and read some more. And cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of the most high? God, I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. So you have a picture of this man in this bad state that he was in. And uh, I guess I got a microphone here. Probably should put it on, make it uh, easier to deal with it. I didn't know I was going to say that much. But you just pray real hard. I'll get back to where my thought was in just a minute. And, uh, but I want you to picture this man. Uh, cutting himself and uh, just being in chains and being in bad shape. And, but when Jesus came up, he ran to him. But then listen to what he said. It seems so contradictory. Here in uh, verse 7, he talked like, I don't want anything to do with Jesus. Well, if he didn't want anything to do with him, why did he run up there to him? Think about this with me for a little bit. That's some real thoughts in here. And so uh, he, he cried with a loud voice, verse 7, and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of the Most High God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. For he said unto him, and this is what Jesus said to the man, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And he asked him, uh, What is thy name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. Okay, so let me pause right there. And so it seems so contradictory. How could it be like that? It's because... didn't want to come to the altar. I want to stay away from the altar. Uh, but when God's Holy Spirit was calling me, uh, there was something down on the inside that wanted me to come to the altar. And so uh, I want you to think, when he saw Jesus far off, he ran and worshipped him. Uh, let me ask you a question tonight. Uh, would you be willing, willing uh, to run to Jesus? Uh, if he was here physically, right in front of the church house, uh, would you, uh, if he was back here and he was physically and he was alive, uh, would you be uh, willing to uh, run to him and worship him? Uh, you say, well, surely I would. Well, uh, the altar uh, is just as important to come to as if he was here physically. Uh, because the Holy Spirit, when Jesus was getting ready to leave, he said, I'm going away. I, I have to leave. If I, if I don't leave, the comforter won't come. He said, but if I leave, I'll send you the Holy Spirit. It'll be a comfort to you. It'll guide you in all the paths of truth and righteousness. And so uh, some of these comments here uh, was from uh, the old devil that was in the man. He said his name was Legions because we're many. Uh, I'm telling you what, uh, if we've never been saved by the grace of God, uh, we got a lot of things uh, that's bothering us, a lot of things that's afflicting us, a lot of things that's going on. Uh, we could also uh, say that our name is Legion. Yeah. Uh, but I'm telling you what, uh, this man, uh, he had a need in his life. And uh, we go on down here and look at this. And it said, uh, he just saw him uh, that he would not send them out of uh, the country. That's what the demons were saying. Yeah. Now, there was nine to the mount, a great herd of swine feeding. And all the devils besought him, say, send us into the swine that we may enter into them. And so think about this. And forthwith Jesus gave them leave. The unclean spirit went out, entered into the swine, and the herd ran violently down a steep place in the sea. And they were about 2,000. They were choked in the sea. So the old devil, uh, he was trying to make a bargain with the Lord. Uh, there's uh, no, no bargain between the devil and the Lord. But I'm telling you what, uh, just like you're talking about Brother Glenn, now, this man that was in this bad shape here, yeah. uh, he was uh, really just in the same shape me and you was. Yeah. Uh, he was in a spot where he was bad off. He had sin in his life. He was on the way to hell, and Jesus come by. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to uh, recommend to you tonight, uh, no matter what you've done or where you've been, uh, I don't think any of us uh, could describe that we've been in a spot like this man was exactly physically. We hadn't been cutting ourselves, dwelling among the tombs, breaking 
chains off of us, but we have something in common. We have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. And God loves us. And Jesus comes by. He didn't just stop by that mountain place uh, by accident. Uh, he didn't go there by mistake. But when he come by, he knew that man was there. And he knew that he needed his help. And so when that man ran to him, uh, uh, well, what does the Bible say? It says, God said, draw nine to me, and I'll draw nine to you. So when that man uh, ran to Jesus, the conversation got started. Uh, and I, I'll be honest with you, uh, this is just my opinion. Uh, when he ran over there, I don't think he even had a, 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 an idea of the amount of hope and help that he was going to get. But uh, how, what kind of help did he get? Well, you take this man, we could uh, use a lot of adjectives to describe uh, his uh, situation. Uh, looked like uh, he was an insane man. Looked like he was a crazy man doing all the things that he did. But after Jesus took care of him, uh, let's uh, look down here and see what it said. You Bible uh, readers know what it said. Uh, I like this. Verse 15. Uh, they, the people down here, uh, they come and saw that uh, this man had uh, uh, been uh, held and the swine were running to see. And this was it. And they come to Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil. Uh, that man we've just been talking about. And, well, listen, and had the legion. And here's how they found him. Sitting, clothed, and in his right mind. And they were afraid. Uh, boy, I'm telling you what. Uh, I like it at the seat of Jesus. I'm glad I got clothed one time. Uh, he put on me a robe of righteousness. Uh, now everybody knows just right now people like saying it anyway. Uh, when I was just a little boy, I used to hear people testify. They'd say, I just can't wait till I get to heaven and get my robe of righteousness on. But uh, one of the old preachers, I think it was Elvis Smith, uh, he got up and preached one day. He said, I'll just be honest. He said, not trying to insult anybody. Uh, uh, but if you want to go to heaven, you better get your robe of righteousness on down here. You better get clothed with the righteousness of Christ down here. That's the only people going to heaven. And so, uh, run to Jesus. Let's get us a song. Uh, think about this tonight. That, that's just a, a little thought, just a little uh, preaching, teaching, uh, but uh, just a little thought. Never had an old idea I'd need to preach, but uh, well, that's a little bit, and uh, probably that's enough. That's all I feel like doing anyway. Thank you, buddy. And so listen tonight. If you're here, let's all stand. Let's all stand. And if you're here tonight, and uh, your actions might not be out of line in any respect, you might just be the finest example of a good citizen and a good neighbor. But if you don't have Jesus, your soul is out of line. You need him today. And, I, and listen, let me say this to you also. God will give you this to say to you. If you're here and you've been saved, but you're just not in the spot where you can really feel the joy deep down inside. I've been there. After I got saved, I got in the spot where I wasn't really living the Lord like I should. Boy, I felt bad down inside. It was kind of agonizing. I come and repented. Told the church I said, I've been what I'm supposed to. Uh, and God forgive me, I want you to forgive me. And they did. Well, I felt good. I, I felt joy in there again. And so, run to Jesus tonight. I'll come to the altar while we sing this song. If you need to come, then come. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. Would there be one come? Obey him if you feel like coming, come. If you don't want to come, it's your choice. You don't have to. But what will it do for you if you come or don't come? Think about the consequences. Everything we do or don't do 
has an impact on our life. Think about the consequences. If God's wanting you to come, there's a good reason for you to come. Come on. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Please come. Just come and pray. Get done. Go back to your seat if you want to. It's okay with me. If you got something troubling your heart, whatever it is, it don't have to be something bad that you've done wrong. That's, there's a lot more than that to pray about. If you've got something in your heart and life that you need to pray about tonight, come and let's pray about it. When you get done, you choose. If you want to go back to your seat, okay. I won't try to embarrass you or put you on the spot, but God knows our need. And as surprised, as surprised that I, as I was that I need to preach tonight, that's about as much surprise I've been for a while needing to preach. As surprised as I am, I'm very confident tonight that God's calling somebody. So God knows that. And if he's calling you, you know it. Please come. Please obey the Lord. If that man would have not run down out of Jesus, he'd have died full of the devil. But Jesus took care of his problem, cast the devil out, cleaned him up, clothed him, gave him his right mind. He was in a good spot. Please obey the Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for praying. Thank you for being here. Does somebody have something on your heart to say or do before we come to a close? Just ask a question. If you're here tonight and God's spoken to your heart and you didn't obey him and you leave in that position, do you think you're going to feel better or worse for disobeying God? And I think the answer to that's obvious. You'll feel worse. Now, I'm not downing you or criticizing you. I'm just explaining. I can put myself in that spot and tell stories about myself. There's plenty of times that I came to church and God was calling me and I told him no. I didn't say the word no, but by my actions, he wanted me to come to the altar numerous times. I couldn't tell you how many. I'm, I'm not bragging about that. I'm sorry about that, but it's being honest. So I know where that spot is. Um, I was shy and backwards and hesitant and uh, thought, well, I don't know what to do. And I don't know what to say. I don't know how to do this. But God's the one that takes care of all that. We just need to take it one step at a time and obey the Lord. But I turned the Lord away a lot. But when I finally, by faith, and I even in my seat, as a, even as a lost boy, uh, God was calling me. I said, God, help me. God, if you'll help me. Help me. Give me strength. Help me. God, I need you to help me even to walk up the aisle. And God did help me, and I come up, and I came to the altar, and I prayed, and I got saved. So 
if you're here tonight and God's wanting you to do something, think about the consequences of not doing what God wants. If you'll do what God wants, things will get better. And and I even remember thinking uh, before when I was in church and God's called me and I was turning away, I wanted church to hurry up and get over so I could leave. But then I'd think about how I'd felt before, and I thought, well, I'm not going to feel good when I get out of here either because I was disobeying God. So the thing that will make things better is to obey God. That's the only way to get better. That's the only way to have happiness and peace. Whoso trusteth the Lord, happy is he. And so tonight, if you're here and God's calling you, really meditate on that. And I thank God for every person that's here tonight. appreciate you being here. Got a good crowd. Okay, anything else? Let me remind everybody about Saturday. Uh, got uh, young people's meeting uh, Saturday uh, starting at 4 o'clock. Uh, got a breakfast Saturday morning starting at 8 o'clock. Uh, the breakfast is from 8 till 11. Uh, God willing, the young people are going to be there and sing at 10 o'clock. And so I really remember that. And then they're going to help do some things and clean up and so on like that. And uh, uh, this uh, donations from this breakfast is going towards uh, remodeling and fixing up the room upstairs that the young people use and making it uh, much, much more habitable for them. And so we're excited about that. And then at 4 o'clock, we're going to have uh, young people's meeting starting at 4 o'clock uh, Saturday afternoon. And uh, we've invited uh, Stone Hunter and uh, uh, we invited uh, Slate Hunter. And uh, those are two of mine and Linda's grandsons, They're both young preachers. Uh, and uh, uh, the young people got them on their heart instead of me, and I, that blessed me when they told me. And I said, yeah, we'll call them. Anyway, they're supposed to come, God willing, and be with us and uh, help us in that service. And uh, I'm really looking forward to that meeting. So everybody pray, uh, come if you can, and uh, be part of that. And, and we've been announcing over and over again, it's for all ages, all ages. Doesn't matter how old you are or how young, you're welcome. So, okay, anything else? If not, we ask Brother Steve to pray dismiss.